Hello, and welcome to Hospice News Elevate podcast. My name is Jim Parker. I'm editor of Hospice News. In this episode, which is sponsored by Matrix Care, we'll be talking about the ways that hospices can leverage technology to build efficiency in their workflows and alleviate the burden on staff. With me today is Tim Smokoff, General Manager for Home and Hospice for Matrix Care. Tim, thank you so much for being here. I wanted to start by uh, asking why efficiency and workflows is such a priority for hospice providers right now. Well, first off, it's a pleasure to be here and happy to share my thoughts on how technology is being applied into the hospice space in order to do a variety of things. One of them is efficiency. And I, I think one of the things I've heard as I travel around and talk with our customers is that they're really not, they're at capacity for the staffing that they're able to provide. And uh, we've seen about 150,000 plus nurses leave the profession since the start of the pandemic. And it's really created a, a problem for not just hospice, but home health and, and other, you know, residential medicine type of settings. And so in that context, looking at how you do you drive efficiency so that the, you're able to care for more patients is really topical. And when we look at it, we look at it from a couple perspectives. You know, how do I make sure that I have all the access to the information that I'm looking for, that it's complete and that it's accurate when I'm capturing an encounter or documenting the encounter within the hospice setting? How do I make sure that I have fully captured all the information that I need, that it's accurate as well? And then how do I also use the capabilities of the system to identify early on and be able to intervene proactively when there's potential adverse events that we start to see trends in, in the patient. And in all of those areas, we're able to drive increased efficiencies for those staff that ultimately gives them better job satisfaction and the ability to, to interact with more patients on a day-to-day basis. Excellent. And is efficiency also a concern among the clinical staff themselves in addition to their employers? I think it is. I think a lot of times it lands in terms of job satisfaction. You know, if you're doing a job and the technology's in the way, it and it's preventing you from actually doing what you were trained to do, um, it becomes an issue. You don't, you don't enjoy going to work. You don't enjoy the interaction as much. You're not able to enjoy directly engaging with the patient as much when that technology is in the way. And so I think where we can use technology and tools to drive a greater efficiency and to allow the, the clinician to focus more directly on patient care and the things that they do well, they'll have a better job satisfaction at the end of the day. How do these factors influence recruitment and retention? You know, when you're looking for your next opportunity, you're looking for a place that allows you to do your best work. And a lot of times that has to do with having the tools and the services and the capabilities to, to do your job. And so I think in that particular case, having modern systems like matrix care in place where you're not spending your time hunting around for information, you're not spending your time, you know, fixing errors that occurred someplace else that you're able to, to really focus on doing the job, you're going to enjoy the job better and it becomes more attractive as you're looking at bringing outside folks in. 
Interesting. Yeah, I've seen recently that uh, some research that Gen V uh, employees in general uh, tend to look for employers that have a higher degree of technological sophistication, that that's uh, an attractor for them. Yeah, I think that that youngest generation is so accustomed to using technology that it's just second nature. And when it's not there, they notice that it's not there. And with that comes the expectation that it's going to work in a certain way, that it that the information it's presenting is going to be accurate, that it's easy to interact with. It's going to use modern approaches like voice recognition. Uh, those become just kind of table stakes in order to be successful. Now, what are some of the ways that providers can leverage technology to improve efficiency? Yeah. When we look at our systems today, um, we look at using technology in a couple of different settings. One is, from an integration interop perspective, making sure that we have uh, complete and accurate records as care transitions from setting to setting. We look at using the technology to um, drive efficiency in the actual patient encounter. That could be as simple as being able to capture the voice interactions and be able to turn that into a, a documented encounter with the right information going into the appropriate database fields. And it can also be of how you manage your day-to-day interactions with your patients and moving from, you know, a, a structured reactive type of approach to, to be able to identify trends early through machine learning and AI that's, that's scanning the information, comparing it to population norms and identifying outliers that you can then really engage proactively with those patients. Oh, fascinating. And, um, you know, aside, you know, we've been talking a lot about efficiency today. Are there other ways that hospices can use technology to support their recruitment and retention and kind of generally improve the employee experience? A lot of it does come back to being efficient, allow them really to spend less time doing the things that are rote or manual, repetitive, being able to use the systems to be able to do that for you, to allow them to provide you know, focus their attention on the patient care. I think anytime that you're using these systems, it's not necessarily about efficiency, but also ease of use. Um, we spend a lot of time in our particular solution around the caregiver experience and how easy it is to interact with the system in terms of point and click and, and pre-selected um, phrases that they can use and the ability to capture voice notes and and really just make it easier to do their job. So sometimes it's not necessarily about efficiency, but ease of use. That makes a lot of sense. I, I've also seen some uh, uh, survey data recently that uh, I think it was uh, from 2022 uh, showing that clinicians, uh, like something like 98% of clin- hospice clinicians end up doing documentation or other kind of administrative tasks uh, after work hours in their homes, kind of taking them away from, from their families and that it's uh, been a source of stress. So uh, what you're saying, I'm sure will resonate with a lot of uh, the listeners. But we sure see that in the home health sector and in particular, also in hospice, you know, you, you'd like to believe that at the end of your shift, you're, you're done for the day, that you don't have to go back in and, and clean up the records or complete the documentation around particular patients. And a real focus for us and how we've structured our systems with matrix care is the ability to capture the information accurately at the point of engagement and be one and done and be able to 
in the home health setting, we actually have a product called my scrubber that's interactively working with you to make sure you've got the right information in all the fields that you're not missing anything. And there's elements of that that we do in the hospice space as well. But a big piece of that is when you're done for the day, you're done for the day. And can you say more about how you um, integrate those elements for hospices? So in the hospice space, it's also about at the point of care at the encounter level, making sure that we're capturing that we, one, we have a comprehensive view of that patient, that the information is accurate and complete and that we're able to, to use that for making accurate assessments and interventions and, and really providing the patient care. Second part of it is at the point of care, being able to quickly and easily document that encounter and provide what the next steps and the follow-up to the rest of the staff as you're doing handoffs, et cetera. And that's really how our, our upfront clinical solution works. It's also how in the back office side, it works in creating the, the workflows that go with that for the rest of the staff. I see. Thank you. And uh, so, of course, you know, we've talked about some some hot topics today. I think most providers uh, efficiency is top of mind. The workforce pressures are top of mind. And I'd say the the third leg of that stool would be regulatory compliance. Um, Can you talk about how some of these tech solutions can aid providers with compliance? Yeah, we actually have a dedicated two dedicated teams towards regulatory compliance. One is a team that really monitors what's going on state and nationally from a regulatory perspective. And then two dedicated team of engineers and quality assurance folks that work to keep ahead of those regulations. And it's all about ensuring that you're capturing the right information, accurate information, complete information. So that as you're supporting your claims, they're not getting rejected that, that the amount of claims that are going in and, uh, and being accepted up front is a high number. And for us, using technology for electronic submission, from everything from intakes and eligibility checks to how we submit the claims and processing the claims is really where we're leveraging technology and uh, also using robotic processes to make sure that we are scanning records for completeness, identifying what information might be inaccurate or missing, and taking care of that before it actually gets into a submitted claim. How can providers encourage employee buy-in when it comes to adopting you know, these systems and tools? Yeah, I think a lot of it has to do with transparency and just inclusion. That as you're rolling these systems out, you're really wanting to, to optimize the workflow and get the buy-in from the folks that are actually going to use the system, that it does make them more efficient. It does help them do their job. It's not in the way as they're doing their job. And hopefully, as these systems continue to mature and as we use more machine learning and drive actionable insights, it'll actually start to raise information up for them that allow them to more proactively and in a more predictive type of way engage with the patients to avoid an adverse outcome. And uh, among the products in Matrix Care's portfolio, <clears throat> which, which do you think would have the greatest impact on efficiency and, in turn, hiring and keeping staff on board? So I'd call out two areas, not so much a product per se in the first one. Inherent in our platform and our services is interoperability. And this is really designed to ease the transition across the care settings 
making sure that as patients move about that we've got complete records, that they're accurate records. And it also has to do with we, how we can you know, electronically process the claims, the coding, the billing, the submissions, the ultimate rejections that you might get and, and resubmissions. And so the interop capabilities in the platform is number one I would call out. And the second thing that, that we have in our portfolio, we call it Matrix Care Link. It's really a caregiver collaboration tool as well as patient engagement tools. And uh, it's been, you, you see some of the more innovative organizations have deployed that capability to, to drive that caregiver collaboration, to be able to share patient information, um, help with workflow and, and, and the transitions that occur throughout the day and as pa- patients move around. And some of the best practices of actually how they use those tools um, have gotten better outcomes as a result of using those. But we've seen it's not broad adoption of Matrix Care Link and those caregiver collaboration tools. There's still a lot of handwritten notes that move around and people texting and emailing. And uh, there's really inherent capability within the platform to have it do those types of things for you. Tim, thanks very much for sharing your insights with us. And thank you also to our audience for listening in. I hope you all take care. Thank you. Thank you.